I wanna I wanna just take a few minutes. I really don't uh, intend famous last words. I don't intend to to take a lot of time this evening. I wanted to the prayer was kind of the big focus, but I, I do want to just uh, I guess I just I want to challenge you for a few minutes this evening if I could and. Um, I'm assuming the case is this evening as it is perhaps on a regular Thursday night when we are on the hill that um, it's it's more the uh, core of the congregation that you're listening and watching and so I I just want to I want to just wanted to challenge you for a few minutes um, so I hope I hope you will hear and receive it uh, in in a in a as a positive challenge, not a um, reproof or a rebuke, even though, as I said a couple of Sunday nights ago, those are two parts of what Paul exhorted Timothy to do. Anyway, and here I go again with inspiration from a song. I was, um, I know you can get caught up on a lot of things on YouTube that are really just a waste of time, but for some reason yesterday, I uh, I got caught up on YouTube listening, and I mentioned this group a couple of Sunday mornings ago. But listening to uh, to the Gaither Vocal Band, and um, kind of a mix of of some of their new songs with their latest group, and then also going back to a couple of my favorites and um, one of my all time favorite singers, and listening to some of his songs and. Uh, one one of the last ones I came across was a it's a it's an older song. Uh, if you've ever listened to much gospel southern gospel music, I would imagine you probably have heard this at some point. But the song is "Dig a Little Deeper in God's Love," and uh, it was kind of interesting because the the one I came across was at the. Um, uh, I think it's the uh, National Quartet Convention, I think. It's a southern gospel thing that happens. And the Gaither Vocal Band was singing there. And Bill Gaither, um, the founder of the group, written a lot of great songs, such as um, Jesus, Jesus. There's just something about that name. Uh, he was he was kind of introing the song. And he said some things like, you know... Uh, I don't. He was listing a variety of things that, if they were going wrong or challenges, and then the rest of the group would say, "You got to dig a little deeper," and uh, that that just kind of stuck with me since last night. And um, I guess in this context, I'm going to kind of give you the punchline and then tell the joke here. <laughs> um, we're uh, we're. I think eight weeks now, a good eight weeks, I believe eight weeks at least, uh, if you count from the first Sunday that we uh, limited Sunday morning. Well, we didn't limit Sunday morning, but it was it was the first time we were basically streaming from the sanctuary. And uh, uh, so I, I think we've gone through, I think last Sunday, if I'm not mistaken, was the eighth Sunday um, that we've been in that. And, and again, I think the first couple of weeks... Uh, the newness, the excitement—I I guess excitement. I'm not—I'm not quite sure. Excitement's the best word. The newness of it all, um, I think, kept kept things a little uh, more um, kept us a little more engaged. 
Um, I will tell you, being very transparent, the last couple of weeks, uh, the challenge of continuing to stare at just a camera has gotten more and more challenging. And uh, then I, I, I understand, and I've already referenced this, but I'm going to say it again. I, I fully respect the fact that um, on your side, it, is, it has its set of challenges. Um, I don't really know that there's, there's an argument for whose side is more difficult. Um, of course, if I was going to argue, I'd argue that my side was more difficult. But you probably would argue that yours is more difficult. Nevertheless, I think we can all agree that each side has its challenges. And uh, we're eight weeks in, and um, I, I really avoid saying this just because uh, it's not a matter, I don't think, of negative faith. It's the reality of our circumstances. We are, we are weeks uh, away from, at this point, unless there is a miraculous change. And God can do it. But under the phases at this point for Maryland, we are weeks away from any kind of normalcy. And so I I wanted to just, uh, in in the context of that song, I wanted to just take a moment and challenge you, and I'll challenge myself, that we, we need to dig a little deeper, because if we're not careful... Uh, we can we can go the other direction and kind of keep relaxing and relaxing to the point. Now, no offense, here's the part where it is a little bit different. I don't have a whole lot of choice to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, I I don't I I don't have a choice. <laughs> We've had a little bit of variety in uh, the setting, and we may be at the church, we may be home. The bottom line is I'm going to keep doing what I do because that's what I'm supposed to do and that's what I want to do. But I I recognize on your side that's not quite the case. You don't have to keep doing what you've been doing. You don't have to do it the same way. And and so please hear me. I'm challenging both sides this evening. Not both sides in the sense that we are opponents, but... Both both contexts, uh, what we do here, and not just me, but whether it's my family in our house or the worship team on Sunday mornings. But but I want to. Ch- I just wanted. I just felt, um, and as many of you know, this is just kind of the way God has dealt with me all of my ministry. I I I, um, I guess I've been told I I have traits that are like both of my parents. Different traits that are like both of them are like each of my parents, and I, I think one of the ones I got from my mother was finding inspiration in practical things, and so, um, I, I I'm challenging us tonight, uh, not yelling and screaming. I'm I'm back again as I was last week uh, for several reasons. I'm just talking to you, but I, I really want to challenge you this evening. Uh, to kind of dig dig a little deeper um, as we as we continue, I, I kind of believe. And please hear me. This is my opinion. This is my opinion. I'm not saying this is what I feel in my spirit. This is. I'm definitely not saying thus saith the Lord. I, I I I'm hopeful that we are at the halfway point at the very worst. And, and maybe even a little bit beyond that as far as getting back to more normalcy. 
Nevertheless, again, we've got a little bit to go. So I, I want to read this. I want to read something to you, and this is uh, it's actually from a, a Spurgeon's uh, one of Spurgeon's daily devotionals, and it's based on the the verse in Ruth chapter one, verse number fourteen, and and the, that verse says Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clave unto her. A little bit of context. Their, uh, Naomi's husband and now both sons have died. Naomi is about to go back to Bethlehem. And um, she has released her daughters-in-law to stay in Moab because that's where they were from. And so Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clave unto her. And so I'm going to read to you a little bit here. Spurgeon says this, Both of them had an affection for Naomi, and therefore set out with her upon her return to the land of Judah. But the hour of test came. Naomi must Naomi most unselfishly set before each of them the trials which awaited them, and bade them, if they cared for ease and comfort, to return to their Moabitish friends. At first, both of them declared that they would cast in their lot with the Lord's people. But upon still further consideration, Orpah, with much grief and a respectful kiss, left her mother-in-law and her people and her God. So she left her mother-in-law and her people, her mother-in-law's people and her mother-in-law's God and went back to her idolatrous friends. While Ruth, with all her heart, gave herself up to the God of her mother-in-law. It is one thing to love the ways of the Lord when all is fair. It's one thing to love the Lord when we can do what we're used to doing the way we're used to doing it. But it's quite another to cleave to them under all discouragements and difficulties. The kiss of the outward profession is very cheap and easy, but the practical cleaving to the Lord, which must show itself in holy decision for truth and holiness, is not so small a matter. How stands the case with us? Is our heart fixed upon Jesus? Is the sacrifice bound with cords to the horns of the altar? Have we counted the cost and are we solemnly ready to suffer all worldly loss for the Master's sake? The after gain will be an abundant recompense. For Egypt's treasures are not to be compared with the glory to be revealed. Orpah is heard of no more. In glorious ease and idolatrous pleasure, her life melts into the gloom of death. So she took the easy road, and we basically never hear from her again after this scene. But Ruth lives in history and in heaven, for grace has placed her in the noble line whence sprung the King of Kings, Blessed among women shall those be who for Christ's sake can renounce all. But forgotten and worse than forgotten shall those be who in the hour of temptation do violence to conscience 
and turn back unto the world. Oh, that this morning we may be content with the form, we, that we may not be content with the form of devotion, which may be no better than Orpah's kiss. But may the Holy Spirit work in us a cleaving of our whole heart to our Lord Jesus. I think there's some principles here that apply in a lot of different situations, and I think even in this situation. It's easy when we uh, get outside of the norm where we are used to and comfortable to, uh, to not to kind of hold to some things. I'm, I'm pretty sure, and again, I realize there's a, there's a level of the responsibility on this side of the camera that um, causes us to have to do some things, causes me to have to do some things. Um, I, I, I respect that. I've said it many times through the years. Many of you have heard me say it. One of the benefits of, of being in ministry is the fact that when you don't feel like doing something, the weight of responsibility it can motivate you to do the right thing, even if you don't feel like it. And 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 so I I, I understand the challenge that that we may be in right now, and and the the um, kind of the easy way is to kiss Naomi and just go off into what's comfortable and convenient. Um, and please, I'm I'm going to say this again. This, this, this tonight is not intended. That's why I am consciously trying to just talk to you. I'm not raising my voice. This is not yelling and screaming because I, I, I'm just I'm trying to, uh, I guess, a pep talk here, you could, you could sort of say. Um, I, I'm pretty sure, I don't know this for a fact. This is supposition. But I'm pretty sure there's probably a number of you, again, that... The first couple of weeks, you were you were pretty gung ho on Sunday mornings and even the other services, and you were all in. Uh, but as it's gone on and the challenges, that that's changed. And so again, I I, I just want to challenge you this evening to dig a little deeper, um, because I I, I don't uh, I, I I'm not afraid that that. Um, you or I are going to backslide during this crisis, um, but you know it's um, it's kind of like exercising. Uh, it takes a lot longer to get in shape than it does to get out of shape, <laughs> and uh, it takes a lot more days of of perseverance to develop stamina and strength. And and the amount of time every day that you go by without exercise. Uh, it's not proportionate. The proportions are not the same. You you lose a lot quicker than you gain, and and I wanna I wanna encourage you. I wanna challenge you. Um, I I think the enemy would love for us in this season to uh, kind of be like Orpa and take the easy way out, take the easy road, and um, uh, get into you know well it's. It's it's easier to to not be as focused, or I'll watch later, or whatever else. I'm 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 just encouraging you. I want to encourage you this evening. Dig a little deeper in in Matthew 26 and verse 37, and this is the winding down of 
of Jesus' time on the earth. He, he, took, he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye he and watch with tarry ye here and watch with me. And he verse thirty nine, he that is Jesus went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. We we've always if if we're going to reach the fullness of what God has for us, whether that's in our walk with Him, our relationship with Him, or when it, whether if it's in our ministry, I think those are the two basic categories in this context. We, we've got to be willing to go farther. We've got to be willing to dig a little deeper. Uh, that, that's why there's so many people that are willing to, to kind of show up on a Sunday morning for a, you know, a 45-minute church service and, and going about. It kind of soothes the conscience for a little bit, but at the same time, it doesn't require that, that extra push. It doesn't require that digging deeper. So I, I'm, I'm encouraging you this evening, and, and uh, I'm not just encouraging you with regards to Thursday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night. Um, I, I, I believe there's, there's other ways if, if we're not careful, we can find ourselves. Uh, you know, those first couple of weeks, those first couple of weeks, I found the, the focus of my ministry, the focus of the, the conversations that the, the deacons tag in that we were having on Saturday mornings. It was, it was about the getting through this, this crisis and the, the uproar and our worlds have been turned upside down and, and, and we can't get together for church. And then shortly after that, we basically aren't really supposed to leave home unless you are an essential worker. And, and, and there was all of this sort of uh, frenzy and then that began to settle down, and, and less and less it was about how do we get through this, and now it's kind of becoming somewhat of a norm, a norm that we don't want to last, but nevertheless. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging you, I'm challenging you, and I'm, I'm going to take the last moment or two here and tag off a little bit of last week, because I, I just want to come back and remind you <laughs> I'm also, I guess I'm kind of making a statement to this congregation that, and hopefully between last week and this week, all of you that are committed, dedicated parts of it, will we're going to get on the same page here. Um, the, the challenge that I face on this side and you face on that side is, is a part of, it's not the only evidence, but it is a part of the evidence that technology is not the method by which we are going to reach our world. As I said last week, a tool, absolutely. But a method that we go to as the first and foremost choice, it's not. And, and, and the, the challenge of some of the connection, again, that I think we faced on both sides here, is an indicates a demonstration that it is not the same. It is not the same. And, and I'm saying this again this evening. I'm saying this again tonight. 
as the leader of this congregation and the voice of this congregation that hopefully is in alignment. That's my goal with the voice of the Lord. We, we are not. We will continue to use some tools, but we will not replace. We were, we were created as physical beings. We were created with a human need for touch. There's, there's, there's stories, there's studies, I guess you could say, about orphanages where, where uh, infants who had no physical touch did not develop the same way in which infants who had physical touch developed. You and I, you can hear my voice. You're hearing my voice and probably, I'm assuming it sounds exactly like my voice would be if we were together. I'm thankful for that. Again, I'm very thankful that we've had this tool. I, I, to think of what we would have done the last eight weeks without this tool, resources, I, I have no idea. But I'm just telling you again tonight, you know, let me give you two two things here, and I'm 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 wrapping up. I told you I wasn't going to go long in famous last words. But the, the Lord said this to Jeremiah in chapter one, verse eight. Jeremiah's having this back and forth with God, kind of arguing with God because God's chosen him, and Jeremiah's like, I can't do this, whatever. And and God says to Jeremiah, Be not afraid of their faces be not afraid of their faces for i am with thee to deliver thee saith the lord i i i I, call me whatever you want to call me i i don't i don't care i think there is a principle here he was telling jeremiah i it you know what i don't need much help from the holy ghost to not be afraid of that lens and in some ways it's easier not seeing your faces but, but that's not the way we were created. Again, I, I think that's, I don't want to talk out of both sides of my mouth, but again, it's a tool. I think that's why uh, Apple was so brilliant to come up with FaceTime because it's, it's, we like to see faces. But as I've said, even that, me on the other side of the world FaceTiming my wife is absolutely not the same as me in the same room sitting across the table or sitting on the couch with her. And then lastly, and hear me out. Let me finish my point. Don't jump to conclusions. But James 5 and 14, Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Now, obviously, I'm going to quickly say this. We don't anoint with oil every single, even in a church service, when we have burden bearing and pray for needs, pray for the sick, we don't anoint with oil every single time. But we believe that is a part of something we should do. We believe in the power. We believe in what that represents. I cannot virtually anoint you. I guess I could tell you put your forehead on the screen and I can run up and touch the camera lens. That that's not the same thing. It doesn't happen. And and so I, I'm just reminding you, I appreciate we've done it. We're going to keep doing things by Zoom, live courses. 
But as I said last week, if, if we're using things as a way of convenience so that we don't have to adjust our lives, then all we're doing is we're kind of going back to Orpah and Ruth. And as long as it's convenient, okay. But when push comes to shove, we're going to give the kiss and we're going to say goodbye. So I, I, I just, I, I'm not here to re, re-talk about last Thursday night. And if you missed it, you can go back and watch the whole thing. But I, I just felt, uh, I felt compelled in my spirit. There is a physical principle, there is a natural principle that you cannot create new life without physical touch. And I think there's a spiritual principle that there, there, there is something that happens. I believe, I, I obviously, for the first 45 minutes of this evening, I trusted in the fact that you could connect where you are and I could connect where I am. I wouldn't have done what I did had I not believed that. So while we're in these times and other situations that, again, it's a great tool and a resource, we will use it. But, but we're, not, we're not becoming a virtual church. We're not becoming ministry dependent on virtual things. And so we, 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 we need to dig. We need to dig. And so one more time as I quit, I'm, I want to I challenge you. Um, not just about Sunday morning, Sunday night, Thursday night, but yes, about that because that is... I feel a very important part of what we do, um, and I want to. I don't want to throw you out there, parents, but I want to challenge you, parents, uh, not to minimize the importance of this time of of an example. Um, it's kind of one thing for us all to be in church together and all worshiping, but uh, don't don't miss the importance and the significance of you with just your family in your home, worshiping God and doing the same things at home as we do at church. It may be uncomfortable still for some of you, but I think if we're not careful, that does prove that they are just some sort of religious activity if we're only comfortable. I'm not dancing and shouting all over the place every service and not running around my house to take laps. I understand all that. But, but uh, I, I want to encourage you again, parents, um, not to miss this, um, this opportunity, this time. So uh, let, let's, all, let's all agree right now um, that we're going we're gonna to dig a little deeper. And um, again, I think we're going to come out of this if, not if by doubt, but if by uh, rhetorical if, I think is the way to say that. If we let God and we participate with the Spirit of God, we're going to come out of this individually and collectively stronger. But that's not going to happen if we're just passive. We've got to be participants. Father, I, I want to ask You for Your help tonight. Lord, You... Your Word tells us clearly You understand uh, the frame with which we are made. You know our humanity. You know our struggles. I, I pray for my brothers and sisters that are watching right now 
and those that may not be watching right now, but they're a part of this congregation. Would you help us tonight, Lord, by your grace to to dig a little deeper, to go to go a little farther, a little bit beyond, that we would not allow our flesh to to dictate uh, our actions or our reactions, but that we would allow the the desire and the hunger of our spirit to be what determines what we do, how we act. The, the same way, Lord, in which Ruth was driven by a hunger, by a desire to to go beyond, to go beyond the natural borders of where she lived, to pursue, to pursue something and something that maybe she didn't even really know what she was pursuing. Let, let that same kind of attitude and spirit be upon us. In the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you.